0: First up from the Washington Post is Diggs, Walt Disney Company facing a lot more than a lost summer. The article asks: Is the company now in an existential crisis? The results from the uh, Disney's fiscal third quarter, which ended Tuesday, are. Uh, will probably be dismal, but a growing number of voices are starting to ask whether a more fundamental change is brewing, a change that will affect how Disney will have to move beyond uh, one bad quarter. They're wondering whether a company built heavily on a foundation of in-person gatherings and the peddling of inoffensive utopia that exists largely outside racial identity can be effective in a prolonged period of isolation and full munition. Disney has to figure out how to make it remake itself and get in front of audiences I frankly would have not have thought that uh, inoffensive utopia would become offensive but apparently some are wondering in the area in the era of Black Lives Matters and the murder of uh, people uh, African Americans such as George Floyd that Disney can continue to uh, uh, peddle the same wares that they've always peddled maybe, maybe not Next up, uh, in, uh, 1MDB makes uh, an appearance as Beverly Hills Hotel, bought with looted money, goes on sale. The Viceroy Lamotage Beverly Hills was once owned by J. Lowe, and it's certainly a, a very high uh, boutique um, hotel, and uh, now it is for sale. Half the proceeds will go to the U.S. government. Half the proceeds will go to the government of Malaysia. The property was commandeered from J. Lo um, in his settlement agreement with the United States government to return properties purchased with purloined funds from 1MDB. Uh, in the United States and at other locations across the globe, so uh, another high-end um, product being that was uh, bought by J.Lo with money stolen from 1MDB is going to uh, go back on the market. Um, in the New York Times, they ask: Is the five-day office week over? Uh, Most Americans, workers are in no hurry to return to the office full-time, even after the coronavirus is under control. But that doesn't mean they want to work from home forever. The future for them, a variety of data shows, is to have work weeks split between home and office. Recent surveys show that both employees and employers support this arrangement, and research suggests that a couple of days a week at each location is the magic number to cancel out the negatives of each arrangement, while benefit reaping the benefits of both. Um, So uh, this is interesting because it turns out people want to be in the office uh, from time to time uh, for uh, collegiality, for innovation, to be around other people, get new ideas. So it's going to be interesting to see how businesses react to this going forward. Our final story comes from the Department of Justice and the Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, The Bible of FCPA compliance is the Uh, FCPA Resource Guide jointly issued by the SEC and DOJ back in 2012. Well, uh, late uh, July 2nd, um, nearly, I think, about 5 p.m., the DOJ slipped out that they had updated that in a second edition. So I'm going to be reviewing that this week on the FCPA compliance report, so check it out, and I'll let you know what the significant changes are from the compliance practitioner perspective going forward. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Compliance News, which is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. This month on The Compliance Live, I feature Scott Sullivan. Check it out.